Hello, everybody, and welcome. Welcome to the podcast, the High on Soccer podcast, with your favorite host, myself, Dylan Monroy. And you love him. You've heard about him before. You still want to hear more about him. Jorge Martinez. Yo, yo, yo. What it do? What a do, Jorge. How was your weekend, bro? Pretty good, man. Pretty good weekend. Some cool games this weekend. A lot of cool games. A lot of soccer. I love it. We love it. I think that's the thing we love most. Soccer. And, uh, well, you know what? <laughs> Bro, we're just gonna get lost talking about it anyway. Right, so let's just kind of jump into it because we're talking the weekend games. The games we all saw because we most likely were off. And if you weren't, you know you still saw it on your phone. So let's go. And let's get started on actually Friday with some La Liga, my friend. Ooh. Atletico Madrid gets a victory over Cadiz. Jean Felix on the score sheet. And a red card. Two to mm-hmm. one, though, win. So has Atletico Madrid turned it around enough to go against Man United? Which we'll talk about that later, so you don't have to dive too deep. I don't know. This, this game was wild, man. Uh, Ronaldo got shown a red and then it got changed to yellow and to be honest I I think I mean at the end of the game Madrid gets a red card right but that's already at the end of the game at the 88th minute it's not the same as playing like the whole game down a player so he should have been sent off in my opinion I mean he went in two studs up and he barely nixed the ball and then they're using, they're going off a of technicality that he got the ball first. But he technically Bro, went for ball. But he went in like this. No, no, no. Look. He went in like he just. Whoosh. All right. Joking aside, he studs up two feet, mm-hmm. red card. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I thought he should have been sent off. It didn't happen. Whatever. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Joe Felix grabbed an early goal, and then Rodrigo DePaul uh, got the game-winning goal. Uh, he, like, sliced it really awkwardly, but it got enough on to get in. And uh, Alvaro Negredo, I haven't heard about him in a while. He's still around, he's dude. He's still around, dude. He's, he's still scoring goal. goals. He, yeah. he tied the game in the 45th minutes, like, at the end of the first half. This is um, Cadiz's uh, Spanish striker. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, uh, Atletico Madrid won. I think that's just because Atletico Madrid or Atletico Madrid. But th- this wasn't their best game, I think. Not their best game, and going into Champions League versus Man United gonna be interesting. So, um, another Friday game, just to mention real quick: Lille and Saint Etienne. Lille with our boy Wea. Ends up a lameless draw on the league. Un. So we move. We move to Saturday. Oh yeah. Let's get to Saturday, bro. And you know what, dude? I'm just gonna start off. All right. Because sure. you know where I want to take this. Where? It's the game. It's the game of Saturday, bro. Oh, and Brentford Burnley. It is not Brentford Burnley. What? Or Burnley because it is Manchester United, Tottenham oh. Hotspur, and. The King returned in a big way, a hat-trick. Mr. Champions League, Cristiano Ronaldo. Jorge, please tell me you've seen Instagram and social media and saw those goals. No. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, What a hater. Yeah, no, I I did. I watched this game. 
Uh, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, it was that goal past 18 yards. Okay, no, that was oh man, the first was goal was amazing. What a banger! It lit the stadium up, and it's funny that he scored that goal because. Back when he was on Manchester United as a young lad, uh-huh. he scored a similar goal like that that I can remember watching him. So Uh-oh. just to see it at this point again in his 37 years old was insane. He doesn't change. He doesn't change. It's a longevity right there. Cristiano's amazing, uh, beautiful header at 37 years old. Absolute class is carrying Manchester United to fourth place. Um We'll see if they end up getting it. But Tottenham on this side, uh, you know what? I'm going to give them some credit Mm -hmm. because Tottenham did play solid. They were going at us. The defense was quite terrible, but so was ours. Yeah. And Harry Kane gets on the score sheet, so always good for him, building confidence. But the second goal, Harry Maguire, look, man, we've said it on this podcast. We've said it on our page. We've made jokes about Harry Maguire. He's not... I, as a Man United fan, don't see him as one of the greats. Or maybe he had two great seasons. But it's over. He yeah, is... I agree. His athleticism, or whatever you want to call <laughs> the way he plays, mm-hmm. is gone. And I just feel like he's not quality enough for Manchester United now. And I know he got the start, or whatever, but... To me, this own goal was almost ironic in the sense that, like, it's like a sin- like showing you need to go. You don't belong yeah. here. <laughs> but uh, I don't want to be too harsh because it was a victory. It was a victory. He got away with that one. He did. We did. We did. Thanks to Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, man, second most goals in the Premier League, Jorge. He's coming for Salah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. <laughs> just wait. Just wait. But mm. anyway, we move to we move. the goal scorer, um, the most goals in the Premier League. Mohamed Salah and Liverpool beat, you know, one of our teams that I feel like we've gotten this connection with. Yeah, Brighton. <laughs> Brighton, yeah. Albion. All vibes, bro. All Chaotic. vibes. And, and this time, all vibes did not work out as they nope. lose 2-0. To Liverpool, I mean, dude, uh, and right. then yeah, the Liverpool. keeper, the keeper should have been sent off, in my opinion, dude. Yeah, if you it, think so? Yeah. So Luis, Luis Diaz, who I don't know how this guy feel like, had just connected with the squad so well. Mm-hmm. Oh, the high kick. Yeah, but the yeah he gets um so he's been playing on fire, right? But then Raya, I believe is his name, comes out and just lays him out, bro. Just lays him out. To me, it should have been a red card. Obviously, he didn't get the ball because it was a goal. Mm-hmm. But he got away with it. If anyone did that in the middle of the field, it would have been a red card. But I think because he's the keeper, isn't it, he gonna pass? He's still going for the ball to get it. We oddly enough, he goes with his leg. Mm-hmm. As a keeper, you're supposed to go with your hands or mm-hmm. arms, mm-hmm. Um, especially in a punch in that situation. But you know, yeah. But it didn't. He didn't get called off, but hopefully Luis Diaz is going to be okay. Uh, maybe, I don't think he has a concussion as of now or anything. No. So, Luis no, Diaz. I don't, think he, I don't know if he came off. Is fine. He did not come off. No, so he was, he was good. He was fine, yeah. 
But yeah, dude, I, I thought I should have been on that card, but whatever, it's okay. All's well that ends well for Liverpool. For Liverpool, who are four points behind City, <sighs> which we're going to get to mm-hmm. in a little bit. In a little bit. Um, let's move on to... You want to mention Brentford and Burnley, bro? Do you really want to talk Tani scoring to. a doblete? We have to, because that pass from Ericsson to, to Tony uh, for his first goal. Oh, man. What a great ball. And to think that guy, God rest his soul. I mean, like, just, like, God bless him. Mm-hmm. Like oh, he, everything he's been through. And he's been through, like, a horrible thing. And in the he's Cup. serving it up on a platter for, for, uh, for his teammates. So that's good. It's good to see Ericsson back. And hopefully we do see him in the World Cup like he, uh, he hopes to, to, Denmark? to get to. You think he'll make it? I hope so. Would you want him there? That's another question. Of course, bro. Okay. All right. Well, let's move to a different league. One of our favorites, Jorge. Mm -hmm. I know you and I like to watch Italian Serie A. And once again, bro, AC Milan. They're staying on top, man. It was a narrow 1-0 victory over Empoli. But they're still first. They're still first. And that's what matters. Yeah. So, you know, they're still first. Napoli right behind them in second place with uh, with 60 points. So just three points behind, bro. So, I mean, it, it still can go either way. But it doesn't look like Milan's going to slip up anytime soon. So, if they can keep that form, I mean, the title's there. The Scudetto's there. But... But yeah, Napoli's right on their tail, and Inter's not so far behind either at 59. They aren't that far behind, and it's still a title race, don't get me wrong, but AC Milan is showing, like, the the years that they have gone through with their young roster. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's showing now as, like, they're, they got to keep this position to mm-hmm. be first and win the title. And they got Zlatan there to, like, kind of guide them mentally. Yeah. So, I really think that'll be the difference. But there's one team now that I want to talk about Ooh. that we have a special connection with because of USMNT star Weston McKinney. But he's not there anymore, Jorge. And that's Juve, who played to a 3-1 victory over Sampdoria. And Juve are back at fourth with 56 points. I don't think, I mean, in a crazy situation, uh-huh. Juve win every single game and the other teams falter. They can, they're in this title race. Technically, yeah. In a way, you know. Mm-hmm. They are the furthest away, no doubt. No doubt, yeah. But where they, where they were to where they are now is like a big step, I think. I agree. Yes, I, I agree. It's a huge step. Uh, they're definitely playing a lot better. Uh, they're coming a little with the win, obviously, here. They got a little help there uh, from Yoshida, a known goal. Uh, but, I mean, the the goal from the equalizer, or I guess the... No, it wasn't even the equalizer. But uh, the first goal for Santoria came in at the 84th minute, so there was no real, real chance for them getting back into the game at that point. But Juve got to win games, man. Yeah, and but Morata yeah, scoring, one of your faves. I love for that. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? I don't like Morata, bro. I don't yeah, think he's that bro. good, dude. I don't, okay, that's the thing. Is I, don't, I support him because, well, I think he can be better. Could he, though? He's, he's got the potential, dude. I remember him at Chelsea. 
before he got injured. Oh man, bro, I forgot all about him at Chelsea. He was insane. He was insane. He looked like he was the the replacement we needed. Well, that's not. Anyway, <laughs> I lost my train of thought right there. So now, uh, Jorge, the Germans. Ooh. Do you watch Bayern? Because they have now tied this game and made the Bundesliga interesting. They just blew the door wide open. They blew the door wide open for one team and one team only who has been chasing them for what seems like a decade. Borussia Dortmund. And Bayern in this game against Hoffenheim where well, their young guy, Chris Richards, uh-huh. our guy, didn't play because of his broken foot either. Oh, yeah. Another USMT guy missing. Yep. The injury sustained against Canada on the turf. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. And, of course, there's only one guy on Bayern that can win or, I mean, score Lewandowski. Lewandowski. You can just write it, pencil it in. It's like a goal per game, I think, when you're it, talking Lewandowski. It pretty much seems to be the case at this point. Yeah. And he is angry to get that Ballon d'Or. Um, well, as far as Saturday games, Jorge, do you have another game that you want to talk about, bro? Because, uh, you know? Not in particular. Uh, there was a, a lot of good, uh, a lot of good soccer overall. Uh, you know, well, there's there was some good soccer here stateside as well. I uh, just real briefly, you know, uh, LAFC. All right, LAFC team. defeating yeah. Miami. Yeah, defeating Miami, two uh, zero was a good win, good victory. You know, kudos to them. Uh, I think it was main. You know, good LAFC did a really good job, but I think it's more about there's a good portion of Miami just kind of falling apart too. It's always about well. In this case, I do think Miami had to, a lot to do with our win. Yeah. And the red card. The dreadful, yeah. obvious red card. Uh-huh. By Breck Shea, former USMT. Dude, it, <laughs> it was unfortunate for him. I, I I felt for him, but at the same time, that's a textbook red. Yeah. It's the last line of defense, clear opportunity on goal. He didn't do anything to hurt him. He just really grabbed him and slowed him down. But... That's enough, you know. He, he he ended up pulling him down to the ground, and that was enough to to warrant a foul. And in that case, it it, it deserves a red card. It's unfortunate, but it was merited. And since we're already talking MLS, bro, LAFC, did you see Shradi Shradi's goal? No, I did. Yes, the free kick. Yeah, he just I, stuck in the back of the net. Uh-huh. Like, do you think the the defense didn't even see that coming? You know, to be quite honest with you, I'm very happy with the goal. But those kind of goals, I feel, they do have a little bit of um, luck or favor on their side. Mm-hmm. Just because, like you said, everyone's expecting it to go back post. And, oh, it's going over everyone. But then it's, you know, it's curling in without anyone really know- noticing. The keeper's still on his line. And next thing you know, it's in the back of the net. So these things happen every now and then. So he was trying to put it back post. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he did a really good job. <laughs> he did a great job putting in the back of the net. And that is New York FC champion who has come to our team, LAFC. Yeah, and already boosted the squad. So that's really cool. Big difference. And uh, mentioning New York City, just let's talk MLS, bro. All right. They went 4-1 to one over Montreal. Mm-hmm. 
feel like they're flying. Well, yeah, New York City. New York? Yeah, yeah, they're just they just keep going, dude. They they they've been playing really well, following up the the title, title. win with them and supporting it, not just bowing out. Mm-hmm. I agree. <coughs> um, New York City is keeping it up. While Toronto, on the other hand, loses mm. to Columbus Crew two to one, and dude, Michael Bradley or Bob Bradley, excuse me, mm-hmm. goes back to coach his own son. Yep. And this Toronto team, not with Insigne yet, but shouldn't they be performing more better? This is two losses. Yeah, I mean, they did get rid of some important player, uh, like with Jonathan Soteldo, and they haven't really. I don't know that they've really replaced him uh, with the squad that they have. I mean, Pozuelo's really good, and he's been there for the team. Uh, but Soteldo was a, was, a, was a good player, too. He was a big player. Although he can really uh, crack it, but he, they haven't really replaced that kind of uh, player in the squad. But, dude, Lorenzo Insigne from Italy and Naples... Well, he's going to be the replacement, gonna, yeah. He's going to be that replacement, but he's coming to a eh team. At this point, you think they'll turn yeah, it around? I, I think so. A, the qual- a quality, like a player with his quality, that of Insigne's is, he's a player that can turn a team around. I think so. I think he's single. And I'm not saying single-handedly is gonna turn everything around and win the league, uh, but I think a player of his caliber can really change things. You know, he can bring experience as well. He also has a very good um, attitude. And personality, so that can maybe if things are, are going that bad, which I don't think they're you know, if there's anything to worry at as of yet, because it's still the first two games of the season, uh, he can change the mood if that if that's the case. But you know, we'll see, we'll see how he, he comes and, and fits in with the squad. Uh, it doesn't look like uh, Salcedo played, yeah, yeah, it doesn't look like it. So yeah, I'm not really sure what's going on uh, with that because he's a, another big important player from Toronto. So obviously having him in the squad will make a big uh, will be a big addition. Well, they need it to change soon. I mean, it's early in the season, but Toronto is one of those teams that people thought could be in the running for the, yeah. the championship. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. There. We'll see what happens, and let's talk a team who is always in the running for a championship seattle sounders defeats the hour jorge and i hated galaxy because they suck no (laughs) but look this is a big game big kind of like derby in the mls with sounders Mm -hmm. and galaxy and two guys that we just talked about i think last week or a couple weeks ago freddy montero and Morris. Yeah, Jordan Morris. Jordan Morris. And, of course, Chicha gets on the score sheet, and Douglas Colson, that new addition as well. Like, that was a huge MLS game. Mm-hmm. Like, big game, <coughs> big teams, big Western Conference rivalry. Yeah, two West Coast heavyweights. Yeah. So, what'd you, Galaxy? They're going down? Uh, yeah. <laughs> but a uh, good goal by uh, by Costa. He, uh, Douglas Costa got his first goal mm-hmm. uh, as an MLS player, or as a Galaxy player. That's a player to look out for. I, he concerns me. He's a really good player. We see what he can do. We have his and, pace and his 
trickery I feel like is kind of it's gonna do a lot for the creative creativity especially with a finisher cold heart finisher like chicha oh yeah he's gonna so, bring him at all times I think they're gonna have a good, they're gonna make a great connection I sure hope not uh, yeah I hope not either but <laughs> I just to see and then dude did you see that they Seattle has played uh, this uh, they've started a 16 year old I believe his name did they yeah is Obed Vargas. Let me check. But he, this is not Obed Vargas. This isn't his first game. He's played in the Conca Champions before as well. He started and he's played the whole game. He's 16. 16 years old. Do you know yep. what nationality he's for? Oh, he did come off, sorry. He oh. did come off in the 59th minute. But, uh, yeah, he's American. He's from uh, Alaska. He's from Anchorage, Alaska. Oh, right. I saw something about that on yeah, US Soccer cool. Plus. I didn't know they yeah. played soccer up here. Honestly. <laughs> Not like, you know, I just didn't really realize it because it's all, a lot of it's frozen from what, I, from what I've seen. Right, right. Um, also to mention, big Mexican player on uh-huh. Galaxy uh, with also Chicha and Costa. Efrain Alvarez, whom I actually have a photo with. Oh, nice. So it's cool to see young players in MLS mm-hmm. be um, really big players. Like, yeah, no, I agree. important. It's only going to build the league. And uh, talking about another young star in the MLS for potentially USMNT, Slonina with another clean sheet, Chicago Fire 2 to nil over DC United. Um, to be honest, I did not watch this game, but I do know Slonina got a clean sheet, and this is his third one in a row, and the kid is 18. Dude, that's insane. This guy's playing with men, right? Getting yeah. shots of professionals. So that, to me, is impressive, and hopefully it will transcend onto the field for the USMT in the near future. Yeah, that'd be great. Just so we need another goalkeeper. <laughs> another goalkeeper, but it's okay. We build good goalkeepers. Um, MLS, MLS. Yeah, there's a lot of games. There was a, I'm looking at them. I was like, oh my goodness, yeah. there's a lot. But I just want to mention New England Revolution, Real Salt Lake. Dude. Josie Altador of all players gets, gets the on the ball, score yeah. sheet. Is he back? Could it be? I'm not sure. I don't know. I, Josie Altador isn't a bad player, I don't think, but he's definitely past his prime. Definitely, definitely past his prime, and that's why they lost to Real Salt Lake, three to two. The former uh, or the reigning champ or the what is it? The supporters. The shield? supporters. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, oh, looking at another game in the West Coast, Colorado Rapids. Ya guy, dude. Mark Anthony K on the score sheet. On the score sheet. We've seen him do it before with the LASC. Not very mm-hmm. often, but he would do it from time to time. And here he is doing it again with the, with the Rapids. Yeah. yeah, so kudos to them. They get away with a win, being supporting KC 2 0. And then <clears throat> more, I feel like there's so many more Western Conference uh, yeah, games right now. Like, yeah, I'm looking time, at huh? like, you know, Dallas, you know, Nashville. That's the one I was about to mention. Zero. 2 0. <clears throat> well, Portland, Austin. See, to know, me, that was a Portland big game. 1 0, yeah. Yeah, to me, that's a big game because Portland is one of those, well, they were just in the final, and Austin mm-hmm. are kind of coming on strong and being one of those, like, 
brand new teams to really make a difference. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it seems like they're they really got it down. Uh, the way that their team works is is uh, it's it's been working really well. So what is it that they had like ten goals in the first first two games of the of the season, and that was the the record in the MLS, I believe. Yeah. For the first two games, so. They they lost to Portland 1-0 at home, or away, I should say, to Portland. So they played in Portland. So uh, coming away with, uh, with a loss, yeah, it, you're never happy, right? But there's much to learn from that. And 1-0 away, is, it's, it says something. It says something. Uh, but like you said, it was an away match for Austin. They're still a young club. They don't have a definitive star, so mm-hmm. we'll see what comes of them. And uh, I think the only game they did not mention the MLS is Dynamo versus the Whitecaps, where Dynamo come out with 2-1 to one and apparently are going to have Ache Ache, Hector Herrera, Dude. coming from Atletico Madrid to Houston Dynamo in the summer. That's what? a great acquisition for, for, for Houston. He's a 34-year-old <laughs> holding midfielder, midfielder at this point. Do you think he's going to make that big of a difference for Houston, who mm-hmm. historically has not been a successful club? I think he could br- uh, provide balance and leadership to that squad. So I, I think that's what he'll do. And uh, especially bring you know the, more out in the fan base. He's, gonna, he's a big, big player. He's not just any Mexican player. He's Ache Ache. It's yeah. Rio Herrera. Yeah. He's, he's really, really big. Rosarito boy. Yeah, Rosarito boy. Baja sorry. California. From Baja California. You know, he's he's a very popular big player in Mexico, so yeah, I think it's going to attract a lot of fans too, and I think that, that was one of the reasons why. Well, that most definitely will attract Mexican fans, which, hey man, more fans to the team means more money, means more investment. So yeah. I'm all for it. And now, Jorge, let's talk some Sunday games. And Sunday, my friend, you and I went to the Hoff in Los Angeles to go have a nice breakfast and watch some soccer. And, bro, you convinced me to watch Chelsea versus Newcastle United somehow. At 7 in the morning. At 7 in the morning, West Coast. all the way to, to Highland Park. Yeah. So imagine me watching an entire Chelsea game for 89 minutes without any real action. And then Jorginho with a stunning pass from the midfield onto a dime pinpoint to Havertz's foot where he can just touch it so lightly that he just hit it right away and makes a goal absolute class of a pass absolute perfection of a finish a touch yeah what a goal dude I'm not even a Chelsea fan but Kai Havertz really just said I'm actually gonna be something you know like I'm gonna be good like yeah, we really knew about this the, like wait, the the potential that he showed yeah. he showed in the in the Bundesliga we're starting to really see it now he's been carrying some form now for some time yeah so uh, well, hopefully he can continue that run of form because uh, Chelsea had a lot of inconsistency up front. Most definitely, and Jorginho. What a beautiful pass, uh, Italian. <laughs> anyway, uh, so let's talk, uh, dude. Another game that I thought was absolute 
complete crazy uh-huh. after we were there when we saw it. Leeds United and Norwich. Oh, man. Okay. Let's just talk about the stakes Chaos. real quick. These teams are fighting to prevent, like, from dropping to relegation. Yeah. Right? So this game to them is massive. And Leeds United, or Norwich, scores a goal in the 91st minute to tie the game, which is going is horrible for Leeds because they were winning this game. Mm-hmm. And then three minutes later, three minutes later, Jorge, they score. In the 94th minute, insane. Gerhardt, who... Jorge, I believe you told me he's a young lad, like 16, 17 years old. Uh, let me, I, I think I may have been wrong. I think he might be older. Okay, let me, okay, let okay. me double check here. Well, regardless of his age, a player to score that big of a goal, Jesse Marsh, you know, jumping around years happy. Old. 19 years still a young lad. Mm-hmm. Like, this was a big win for Leeds United to hopefully give them some momentum from, you know, not sucking (laughs) so they can propel themselves forward and not drop in the relegation zone because I have become a Leeds United supporter in the sense that I really don't want Jesse Marsh to be kicked out Yeah, because to me as an American fan this is going to hurt the the view of American coaches he flamed out at Leipzig and now you're coming to a very difficult situation. Yeah, this is tough. With Leeds trying to change the whole thing around after a club legend gets sacked. That's a tough ask, especially when they're constantly calling him Ted Lasso. Yeah, which is uh, that just disrespectful. This is difficult for him, man. Honestly, and if He's he pulls this off, handling it all. Yeah. I think so. I agree completely. He's really good. He's really good in front of the press whenever they they ask him. So he's really good at deflecting it. So he's doing a really good job of handling all those uh, all those negative comments and not letting it get to him. So yeah, because good, good, good for him. Good for him because we cannot have America's stigmatization <laughs> or stereotypes built in the soccer world. Um, but moving on to some other Prem games where another relegation-bound team like Everton Oh my goodness, how did we get to here in this situation, bro? Jorge, this is a big team in England. Mm-hmm. Everton's we know huge. Everton. <laughs> they may have not have won titles, but they are still... They are 17th, Man. tied with Watford. <clears throat> They're so close to Burnley and Norwich at the moment. And... Could you imagine a league where Everton is in there? Like, at least from, like, our life cycle with Tim Howard playing. I can't. It's crazy to see. I really hope Lampard saves their ass. Oh, no. It's... (laughs) I I, I can't believe it's gotten to this point for Everton. Right. And And like uh, you mentioned, they're they're such a big club. Uh, I've never thought of them in in the championship, and it just sounds so weird. And the thought of it is just really, really, it's odd to me. So I I really hope they can turn things around. Uh, But it's a big ask for for Lampard, especially because he's another coach who's young and may not have the experience. experience. So, you know, he coached Derby County, and he almost got them promotion. Uh, But... 
It's not the same as avoiding relegation. And, you know, he was with Chelsea, and unfortunately things didn't go his way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now there's the whole argument about, you know, maybe he needed more time and the whole transfer ban. and then, But he did get the transfer ban open, like lifted at one point. He didn't make transfers, so there's that. He, he has not had favorable moments as a coach yeah, in the prep. Let's just say the situations always have haven't been ideal but that's life you know it's never going to be perfect mm-hmm. never going to be perfect um but props to wolves for winning this game you yeah. know they're mid-table kind of club but competitive definitely yeah. competitive um Jimenez almost scores a bicycle so your boy yeah my dog oh, that's good dude he's uh getting more and more confident so you like to see that from him hopefully yeah. he can carry that form with the national team because they've been lacking goals too here and there yeah yeah Mexico is okay yeah okay, yeah. okay moving forward Watford uh Southampton two to one um I did that's not catch this game, game for for Watford but that is a huge victory for Watford because I well yeah now they're tied uh, with Everton, so yeah, if they can get one more win and Everton lose, they're just they're out of the drop zone. It's insane, insane. Yeah, just to think about it, it's crazy. Um, so it, it can happen. Yeah, let's see here. West Ham United, Aston Villa, which oh, is that's a, a big game. That is a big a, game. It was a fun. It was a good game. It was, and it was actually the game playing right next to us uh, while yeah, we were watching we were the watching, Chelsea so game. We were watching that game going on too. You you got West Ham in sixth place at 48, play, 48 points. Uh, Aston Villa is a bit behind uh, at ninth place with thirty six points, but it's still you know Aston Villa has been playing a lot better, and West Ham are trying to get into Europe. So but, this is. Didn't they bring Gerard not to win anything at the moment, but just to be a project mm-hmm. and get out of the relegation zone yeah. as they were earlier in the season? Yeah, that's they're flying high. Coutinho uh, mm-hmm. was such a good, such a good acquisition for the club. He, dude, Coutinho is just in love with the game again. Yeah, he's just having fun, so he's playing really well. Uh, you know, maybe Gerard knew how to tap into that freedom or into that like that passion and love for the game but Coutinho's playing just amazing uh, Aston Villa's been playing really well overall Aston Villa has in West Ham uh, goal scorer uh, Garmolenko who is Ukrainian uh, mm-hmm. gets on the score sheet cried uh, after his goal so that was kind of emotional with the whole war going on yeah that was so. crazy he got the winner in the, in the, no no not the winner but he uh he got the first goal to... Well, it was the opening goal. Actually. Yeah, it was the opening goal, yeah. Um, and then for Nels. Gets on the score sheet as well. Um, but another game that you and I also watched at the Hoff. Excuse me, because I need to sneeze. Thank you. Bless you, brother. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, anytime. Arsenal and Leicester City... <clears throat> What has happened to the Leicester that we've seen in the past couple years, dude? Yeah, I don't know. They're definitely not the same squad that we've seen before. Um, it's They're really just lacking. It's like a punch, it feels like. Well, without Vardy, it seems like there is no party. So Yeah, it definitely is the case. There it seems definitely seems like the case. And I want to give some props to Arsenal because... Dude, they picked it up. They are playing a lot better. They are, and it scares the crap out of me as a Man United fan because they can win fourth place because they still mm-hmm. are, I believe, two games behind Manchester United. Or three games they have not played, and they are now in 
fourth place. So that's a scary thought of Arsenal having three games to play and where they are now. Um, but Odegaard, dude, that guy, he's pretty good. Yeah, he's, As I was watching he's showing him, up. He's showing up, man. He was, like, having fun, doing some tricks, making some great passes. Like, confidence. He's oozing confidence. Yep. Um, Lacazette gets a penalty. Um, Thomas Party, he brings his own party. If Party didn't bring his party, Party <laughs> brought his party. <laughs> yeah, he got a, he got an early header on, so that's it's good for him. Uh, turned things around ever since uh, he came back from uh, the African Cup of Nations. Yeah, and well, I think that just about does it for Sunday Prem games because there were another. Let's well, we like talking about them, bro. La Liga, All Barcelona. Right thrashing Osasuna. Nice. Dude, I think Dembele getting those two assists and getting a stint, like cheers from the fans has Sounds won them over. Yeah. Yeah, he's... Uh... Oh, no, you're right. And Aubameyang has him. made him fall in love again. Yeah, and he's really turned things around, so he's showing his true potential and the class that he's really capable of. And, dude, he's just on fire, so maybe it wasn't, you know, having Obama in there because he knows him from before. Uh, maybe that was one of the key factors. Uh, I mean, having Xavi there might, might have been a, a big, big factor, too. It really seems to be that everyone seems to be getting on with Xavi and Xavi seems to be getting on with everyone I else, think so. everyone on that team wanted a strong leader mm-hmm. to like or somebody to communicate what they actually want on the pitch well regardless Xavi to Barca has done them wonders and now they are basically back mm-hmm. um, yeah they're doing a lot better now another bet another La Liga game you want to mention bro I was looking at that Betis game, and your guy, Nabil Fekir, starts juggling (laughs) a ball, and then he goes in for a hard tackle and gets straight red. Just gets set off, yeah. It's not a very wise decision on his part. Not very wise decision on his part Especially when they're winning the game, and it's the 80th minute. Right. (laughs) Maybe he wanted an early shower. (laughs) Seems to be the case. And uh, let's jump to the Bundesliga on Sunday because we I did mention that Bayern Munich have now opened up the title race because Dortmund come out with a 1-0 victory over Armenia Bielefeld. Bielefeld. Holland and Gio Reyna come on as substitutes after their recent injuries. So that's good news for USMNT. Maybe Reyna gets back to the USMNT this oh, yeah, in yeah. the Azteca so you never know another quick shout George Bale got his start George Bale oh right I totally dude you just shocked me because I, we, I was watching this game too at the half kind of to the side yeah, and I didn't even realize sides. that we were like peeking over and looking at it every now and then just to see what was going on but yeah he got his uh, he got his first Bundesliga start as well that is excellent for USMNT oh, yeah. having more players play in top leagues as starters. So we can only go up from here. Just want to mention real quick, Leipzig destroyed Gruth. Gruth. I don't even. I don't even want to say this, bro. You go for it. Tell me your German. 
great, uh, great, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they destroyed, got destroyed 6-1. So, RB Leipzig are pretty decent at scoring. <laughs> yeah, in this case. <laughs> um, oh, Jorge. We yeah. got to mention it. We got to mention it because it involves three of some of the greatest players to have ever played the game. Oh. And it's in France. It's in Paris. And there's a guy named Messi and Neymar who are jeered. Bad booze. Booze. Booze to these guys, man. Uh, the fans are Messi. clearly upset. <laughs> Messi. Neymar makes sense, but Messi. It's crazy how in the span of, I don't know how many months it is, but since Messi's move in August mm-hmm. to PSG from just shocking the world to joining Paris to PSG, and joining back up with Neymar, everyone thought this is the team that was just gonna destroy everybody. And they flame out of the Champions League. They're probably gonna win League One. And yep, that's about it. Everyone has an early vacation. Yep, it seems to be the case. That's insane. And to think about those great players having kind of like a basic season blows my mind yeah you never think it would, it would come it would come to this especially for Messi Messi to me above everybody uh, shocks me but Mbappe once again on the score sheet Neymar of all people on the score sheet still hated and booed I've been telling you by the way uh-huh. but you didn't want to listen you didn't want to listen to my Neymar hating but it was all real he was good once on Barca that was it 3-0 victory for Bordeaux we, that's the review dog <laughs> Fine, whatever it is, what it is. <laughs> um, any other big European game you want to talk about, Jorge? Because we got a lot of MLS to mention. Well, not a lot, because we got Atlanta United and Charlotte. But is no, there a European game you want to talk about? Not in particular. Not in particular. Did I spice it up so hard because you love MLS so much? Yes, sir. The new, I don't know, rivalry that's supposed to brew in the South. Atlanta United versus Charlotte FC, mm-hmm. and Charlotte FC gets their first goal of the season. Yeah, dude. yeah, that's pretty cool. Or if, I mean, of history. I mean, it's it's more than cool. It's very well needed. There, they really needed to get their first goal. Right, they so definitely. It's a good get on their part now. They got their first goal, uh, and hopefully they can carry the momentum to get more. But I mean, that I was watching that game, and it really seemed like Atlanta had a handle on that game. Dude, it's Atlanta. They're, I think they're one of the, those guys that you that could see in the cup running just uh-huh. based off the players that they have. Bar, like, Barco's on the team. Oh, no. Thiago Almada, the Argentinian, who yeah. just joined. Um, what's the striker's name? Because I'm trying to think of it right Joseph now. Joseph Martinez? Yeah, Joseph Martinez. He's been fantastic in the past few seasons. Yeah. Well... Atlanta United beating Paul Charlotte, who are still new and still making steps in the MLS. Hopefully, with this goal, build some confidence, Um, you know, show them that they do belong in the MLS, even though they're brand new. But, you know, Uh, let's talk about another team who used to be sort of new, Jorge. Minnesota United beating New York Red Bulls 1-0. So... I don't know much about the Red Bulls because I just feel like 
as 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 much as the Red Bulls have been uh-huh. or were the first team in New York, I feel like they've almost become the second team. Yeah, it definitely seems like that. It's almost the way New York has been, New York City has been right? taking over the last few years. It really seems like like that. Like the Red Bulls are just the Clippers or the Jets. <laughs> yeah, that's one way to put it. <laughs> anyway, poor old Red Bulls in New York. Um, cool. So that was MLS on Mon- on Sunday, and we round off with just a couple games here on Monday. Crystal Palace and Manchester City end in a draw. Wow, which dropping points. They drop points, dude, and four points away from Liverpool. Whoever made Man City the clear victory just three weeks ago is looking silly now because Liverpool are right there and they They're right on their tail right now. The, the, the door is wide open. The door is way wide open. And Crystal Palace, good result for them against City, who still don't allow anyone to have the ball at 74% possession. Wow. But they can't put it away this time. Unfortunate for them. Unfortunate for them indeed. And unfortunate for um, Mallorca getting also beat by Real Madrid. Yeah. With your boy, Vinicius Jr. and consensus boy, Karim Benzema. Still in the score sheet, scoring goals. Two goals, one a penalty, but who cares? I'll take that, I'll take. So, Real Madrid continues to be the first team with 66 points. Ten points above Sevilla. Ten points above Sevilla. This is their La Liga. It's theirs. You just give it to them. Benzema's not going to let it go. Yeah, I really think this time it's going to go to them. Uh, They don't look to be slowing down. Uh, we'll see how far they get in the Champions League, but at this point, they're on fire. They are on fire. They're firing on all cylinders. Barring injury, mm-hmm. they'll they'll go far, I think. Well, Jorge, I think that was like the entire weekend review of the games. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Of the big, 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 big. And MLS. I like talking about MLS, bro. I think I'm starting to like it a lot more. (laughs) It's like I'm starting to like feel emotionally vested in this league, you know? Like it's, it's, it's a, it means something to me. I know. I'm starting to see it in all of us. Especially all you guys out there um, listening to the High on Soccer podcast. And we hope you have enjoyed this episode yeah thanks for listening thanks for listening and we hope you will join us next week see you guys yeah they're scared